Welcome in, everybody. This is the Too Fat to Play podcast coming at you with... I know we said things were coming last week. Ryan decided that a bonus meant only podcast stuff. Oh, well. So, new mics. Um, There's an additional computer on the way. I just bought an additional monitor for this room. Apparently, new stuff coming quickly. But... Old stuff to get to first. Fantasy football recap. It was a weird week. It was a good week. It, it was a good week. I mean, any week that I win is obviously a good week. We had it. We had a, the number one team goes down. Um, Disbro decided to reenact the team name again against the Riley Reed option and um, absolutely fisted that team. Stopped somewhere around his ankles um, en route of that matchup. But let's do a quick recap. Disbro being the high scorer for the week. Um, Dreams of Glory, or Glory be to the A-gap, whatever the team name is these days. Um, taking down Stu, which is hilarious due to the fact that he's lost to two teams that didn't play two players um, in the last three weeks. It makes sense if you don't think about it, really. Exactly. But starting from the top, don't call it a comeback. Don't worry. I never did. Lou thought he was going to be clever, thought he was going to climb back into the playoff, thought he had a chance. Enter C.J. Stroud and Christian McCaffrey. Granted, Tua scoring less than seven. Saquon scoring less than seven. Probably not super helpful. But the moral of the story is you got your ass kicked. And uh, I left a lot of points on the bench. You know, it happens. Uh, Week in, week out. It, It seems like the more shit you talk... It either really helps you. Like, there's no in-between. You're either going to do really well in this podcast league, um, or it's just going to kick you right square in the fucking nuts. Yeah, yeah. And uh, like Austin said, and I'm going to re-allude to it here, we never called it a comeback, Lou. We just called it like it was. It's it's just the worst tank job in history. He's going to be stuck right in the middle of everything, not able to get the toilet seat. I mean, he's going to be like the bottom seed of the loser's bracket. It's rough. It's a rough go of it. Saquon not doing a damn thing. He did have Keenan Allen and Debo go off. I mean, he had a solid week if, you know. Christian and CJ don't combine for 60. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. You know, it's fine. I'm sure it's all fine. I mean, James Conner did absolutely fucking nothing. Um, Jamar Chase might not be a top 15 fantasy wide receiver the rest of the way. <laughs> Thank God I have Travis Kelsey. I'll, I'll just throw Sam Laporta in there. It's It'll be fine. Justin Jefferson back in two weeks. It, it'll be fine. It'll, it'll be, be fine. fine. I took down uh, Doug Your Grave 136 to 75. Um mediocre performances from a couple of guys. 
Uh, Justin Herbert with 14.2. Jameer Gibbs with 11.3. Brandon Ayuk only had 13. Romeo Dobbs with 6. Then my defense kind of had one of its lull weeks. It didn't want to do much. At least it scored me points. If I had everybody doing about their average, I'd be fucking some shit up right about now. Fortunately, I did get some help. Doug, obviously, huge on the tank train this year. Uh, helped his case today. Um, he's now sitting at 3-9, and nine, so we'll see where that lands him in the rankings. I don't think it's in, like, 11th. <clears throat> uh, but we'll see. You alluded to it. Fist is a verb. Just fucking up Riley Reed option. Uh, I I thought it was talk shit get hit, but it's talk shit get fisted. You know what I'm saying? I just fucked him up. I mean that that might that might be the minivan treatment. You know, two in the front, five in the back. Like that was that was pretty rough. Um, I I, I did I was talking to Disbro about it earlier, and he was you know. When that trade happened earlier this year, I didn't want to give up Tank Dell. He goes, I would have, I would have not taken AJ Brown and kept Tank Dell. Tank Dell is outscoring AJ Brown this year. <laughs> uh, glory be to the A Gap, our hero for the week, um, taking down Long Duck Dong Stewie. Uh, team of the week. Derrick Henry, after combining for, I think, nine points the last two weeks, goes off for 20. Tony Pollard apparently uh, is still a running back for the Dallas Cowboys. We've, we've, we've been wondering most of the season. Uh, Garrett Wilson somehow finding fantasy relevance. Nico Collins, that, that Texans offense is producing too many fantasy problems. Uh, Gus Edwards had a bad week. Granted, I had him in another league because I was like, ha he's definitely taken over the running back room. And then Keaton Mitchell outscored him by a lot. Um, and then Jacoby Myers putting up 20. Definitely. Uh, this game was a lot closer than it feels like. 160 to 142. A long duck dong had uh, Dak Prescott going off. Um, fantasy King as quarterback. Uh, you know how that goes. Austin Eckler, he he's been kind of not Austin Eckler. Nine uh, four. Travis Etienne had a down week with twelve. Jordan Addison ten nine. Granted, this game was almost a lot closer if that ball just doesn't go out of bounds. If 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 Dobbs puts that three yards further to the right, and Addison walks in for a score there from like sixty five out. Maybe we're talking about a different score because I'm no mathematician. But, but you are the commissioner. But 14 points-ish. It's a little closer. That's a little bit. Almond Ross St. Brown with 18 and a half. Uh, Hollywood Brown, 14 and a half. Stephon Diggs had himself a good week in that losing effort, 19-4. Uh, and then the defense kind of rounded itself out. Foye, Alukun. With ten and a half, he's been solid all year for Long Duck Dong. Um, we're going to see next year a lot of these defensive players go a little bit earlier in the draft. Say, so I because it, it's the shown. ranking system that that we went into the season with, where it drastically overvalued quarterbacks. Um, we have definitely found that there are 
high-level defenders that are absolutely worth top-end picks. Oh, yeah. You could see him. Depends on who it is, TJ Watt, end of the first round. But middle second into the third would be a good time, it looks like, next year to pick up your uh, your premier uh, defensive player. And then you just got to find that diamond in the rough. Who makes the tackles for the team that's a secondary guy? You know, it just – this next season is going to be a lot different in terms of how uh, this fantasy game is played. I mean, and and, and we're going to – I think we've all kind of talked about it a little bit. We're going to adjust the defensive scoring a little bit. But as of right now, um, the top defensive player is the 29th scoring player in the league, and that's T.J. Watt, you know, that I drafted. Uh, two thumbs up, takes down Beefsteak. Um, so it looks like we should have a change up at the top, uh, 132 to 92. Um, almost a close game. Josh Allen popped off uh, for two thumbs up. Alvin Kamara kind of did his thing, and then it actually takes you all the way down to their flex position before you see anything really huge happen on the other side. Um, Josh Dobbs just having a shit Monday night. Um, McLaughlin there for Denver, not doing a whole bunch. DJ Moore, though, on the other hand, 22 and a half. CeeDee Lamb was 17. Um, Douglas for New England, 10-9 before he went out with an injury designation. And then kind of from there, it just tapers off with uh, Kyle Hamilton being the next highest scorer with 10. Um, Not a lot of points left on the bench for either team, but... These two teams currently are in the playoffs. So, something a couple people can't say. Brett, Lou, looking at you. Um, Damn. And then rounding out the week, the uh, absolute shit show where there were nine players or nine roster spots left empty. We're not going to go through who they had. No, the final score was 49.8 to 49.1, so an absolute barn burner of a final score. Uh, I think rule for next year, all rosters must be full at any given time. Tanking is fine. Roster spots open. Yeah. But uh, I don't know if anybody's going to catch Doug for that coveted 12th spot. You know, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Um, Let's get into the standings and into next week's uh, projections. So as of right now, and it looks like they have, we have officially got to the point where we have teams that have guaranteed their spot in the playoffs. Two thumbs up. Sean jumps back into first place at 10 and two long duck dong taking that loss drops to second. And Fist is a Verb all locking up their playoff positions. Fist is a Verb at 8-4. I am now, I now sit in fourth place at, with the sole, sole owner of a record of 7-5. Seven of, seven and five. You are up to fifth place, back into the playoff picture. Congratulations, welcome back. <gasps> and rounding out the winner, winner's bracket of the playoffs, Team Beefsteak at 6-6. Six and six. So the entire playoff picture is a 500 or above. Don't call it a comeback. Don't worry. We never did. Lou falls out of the playoff picture down to seven, so he is currently the best of the worst teams or the worst of the best. I don't know how that I don't know how that's with the toilet bowl, the way it's set up, he is currently 
technically the best of the worst teams, but he does not have the first round buy. The first round buy in the losers bracket goes to the biggest loser. Yeah. So that bracket, you lose, you move on. Oh fuck. Um. And then Riley Reed option also sitting uh, at five and seven, tied with Lou. Team Kareem Pies moves up a spot with that win, two five and seven. Glory be to the A gap at four and eight. And then Weenus Wacker at four and eight as well. And then at the coveted twelve spot with that first round bye in the losers bracket, Team Doug Your Grave is sitting there at three and nine, and the. And Impressive thing is he has won three games. That is. Uh, so with that loser's bracket, the way it sits now, Doug and Kyle have. So Doug, your grave, and Weenus Wacker both hold the first round buys. In the winner's bracket, you have Sean with two thumbs up and Stewie, um, Long Duck Dong, with their first round buys. We still have, after this week, week 13, we've got two more weeks. I guess one more week. Week 15 is the beginning of the playoffs. Yep. So we got two weeks to decide this thing. Three spots open in the winner's bracket. Three spots open in the loser's bracket. Let there be bedlam. I say throw the trade deadline or uh, the trade window back open for like 20 minutes on like a random Thursday or some shit and see what kind of stuff can go on oh god you know good lord every match like there is not a projected close match this week well there's one and that's if see if glory be to the a gap can take down the new number one team so i oh boy wouldn't that be, oh god it'd be wonderful oh, be nuts um so myself at seven and five going against riley reed option i promise it's a thumb you get weenus whacker fist is a verb Getting Lou, don't call it a comeback. Stu gets a chance to bounce back against the bottom team in the playoffs. Two thumbs up, gets glory B to the A gap to try and secure, I believe. I mean, if he wins this, that just about wraps up the number one seed. I do believe so. Um, I mean, I, I guess they could lose because he doesn't have the points advantage. And then Team Doug Your Grave is up on team, has an advantage over Team Kareem Pies. Well, that's odd. So the projected score is Team Duggar Grave 101.9 to Kareem Pies 102.05. But somehow, Team Duggar Grave has a 63% chance to win. <laughs> Moving on. I don't know. What do you do with that information? I, don't, I just saw that and I was like, that's interesting. So, obviously, coming into the playoffs, I seem to catch a break um, with with my schedule here um, to help me get in the way that cookie crumbles. I've got a team that's tanking. I just, yeah, I'm not happy now. My week 14 matchup is against Disbro. Oh shit. That's yep. So looking at you've got Kareem pies. I've got Disbro. I have to win this week. (laughs) Oh boy. It's funny how tanking can fuck somebody else over. I love it. I lo- It's not a no-rules fantasy league by any stretch so, of the imagination. Oh, uh, week 14. Are you looking forward to week 14? Uh-huh. Are you about four yep. down? Yep, that's exactly where Straight I'm at. Straight 50-50? Yep. Oh. 
So the top two teams are going to battle it out. Uh, ah. So hopefully, oh, hopefully that's for the number one seed. I agree. Yeah, that would be good. As we we need. Well, I mean, as long if both teams win this week, that will be for the number one seed because if Stu wins, unless two thumbs up does what he hasn't done all season and actually scores some points in a win. That's true. That's um, very true. If they end up with the same record, Stu will have the number one overall seed because of the points. Of, of the points, because he's outscored him by a lot. Oh man! Um, and then, ooh, looking forward to week fourteen. There, Venus Wacker is projected to lose to Doug Your Grave. How do they sit in the point standings as it sits? I'm trying to pull it up here. My phone's freaking out on me. Because if they end up with the same record, I feel like I I don't Doug think anybody's still... close to. Uh, yeah, no, Weenus Wacker's got almost yeah 180 points on Team Doug Grave. Oh man! But at the same time, if it comes down to somehow Doug pulling out a win this week, yeah, it could be it could be interesting to see who gets the number one seed in the in the shit bracket too. Um, but that is the fantasy recap. We're going to get out of here. Join us on the main show. Talk to you guys in just a few minutes.